Wilson Hall presents Forgotten Futures with John Hancock as the GM. Could do. Let me just think where he is. And then I can um <clears throat> I can screw Emmeline over once more. Obviously I don't mean that in any Don't think there's so anything I want to say in response to that. <laughs> Obviously I don't mean that in any curly sexual <laughs> Anyway, uh, yeah, why not run through a quick summary of where we'd got to, uh, not for the GM's benefit. So, some people take uh, notes, I just bring three players along to remember things. <laughs> ah, if only there so, was some recording we could check. Uh, so we spoke with the grieving widow. <laughs> uh, yes, indeed. Um, well, no, see, we don't know. Sure. She, she, wasn't, yeah, she wasn't really um, aware that she was a widow, though, was she? No, though she was aware that there was some weird shit had gone down. And we appeared to have a point of infection, or at least a point after which he'd started behaving oddly, mm-hmm. which the... was, um, I may have the details wrong, but it was something along the lines of a supervisory role in a school trip. So a bunch of the local children had gone to a particular place by a lake. That's right. Without boating. And at least one of the local children is now acting oddly as well. But how can you tell? Really? Well, it's not showing proper respect for its elders. That's an obvious sign of alien possession. <laughs> Officer. <laughs> oh, fair enough, sir. I'll call an ambulance. <laughs> um, yes, so I think we've got that. Um, had you got any direct plans in terms of where you are with... Um, Acme Radio, with Bennett, with Boy, uh, with Dawson, any of that sort of stuff. So we tried to find Boy, but we couldn't. Um, Mum thinks he should be in school. We saw him in the garden. Um, We were going to go and have a look at the lake, and we were going to talk to Marconi. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's, those are the main things at this point. Uh, we can't talk to Benes at the moment because uh, his throat isn't well, really up to it. He can't talk back is the key. Yeah. And they're keeping him sedated. Yeah, he'll be fine. Bit of ice cream followed by some hot tea. He'll be uh, perfectly <laughs> right as rain. Probably be tea, that'll do the trick. Wasn't offering you beef tea, darling. Yeah, I don't know where Right. Um, yeah, so, uh. And we had. Still lost Emmeline. Um, I believe we had most recently retired for the evening and, um, rolled forward to a new day. Hmm. 
So what's the thinking? Are you going to meet up and talk things over at a particular location, or have you got something you're heading straight for? I think we'll go back to the... um, We'll go knock knock young um, Emmeline up, and then... um, You can't help yourself, can you? He's not even here. (laughs) You just keep throwing out these feeder lines. (laughs) Got to stay in practice. Well, I suppose. Um, but yeah, I, mean, I, th- I think we foregather at the office anyway. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and uh, some somebody who apparently had worked for Moody and Gray. Uh, yes, um, appears to think he is still working for Moody and Gray. Uh, I may may have that um, elderly man with a slightly military bearing may have given him that impression purely by accident, of course. Uh, yes, I believe you sent him away to write up his uh, report. So hopefully he's been news reporting in the morning. Hmm. Quite what he's been doing for the last six months or so since Moody and Gray vanished, uh, if anybody's guessed. He's clearly not reliant on, on them as a source of income. Uh, no, you would, you would think not. Not unless he was given, you know, a, a fantastic retainer or something that was just regularly being paid out through a third party. Uh, right, well, if you're meeting at the uh, the office... Um, at some point, we're going to find out what the vicar's up to. Uh, right, have you? Yes, okay. Is the vicar up to anything? Well, he seems, seems to be giving giving us a um, some series of odd looks, at least. Well, you have just moved in opposite his church. But we, we haven't done anything, even vaguely... Um, you've, you've, taken over a, you've taken over a... Um, an investigative agency that looks into the supernatural. I suppose yeah. he might have a slight professional interest. Um, okay, granted, it hasn't been a new moon yet, but good knives make good neighbours. Yes, indeed. Right. Well, uh, Emmeline is uh, sleeping in. By the look of it, again, seems to be completely radio silent. He is a certain well. irony there. <clears throat> yeah, nothing at all. Okay, so what's the first stop then? Uh, I think the lake. Ah, well, here's, here's a thought. Shall, shall we um, call Marconi's offices and see, see if we can um, talk to somebody re- reasonably senior technical there, which might be the man himself mm-hmm. or might not? Uh, yes, that's quite straightforward. Because ch- uh, chances are it's going to be make an appointment and come back at least a few hours later, so let's get that started now. Well, the uh, the operator will put you through to Marconi. Um, you're not able to speak to uh, Signor Marconi himself, as he is actually out of the country at the moment. However, the most senior technical man is an Eric Kimball. Uh, he's the senior engineer and uh, sort of product overseer. Oh, good heavens. Wait, it's a bare bottom. With... No, it's... Hello. <laughs> he's here. Pump your seat up, boy. Pump it up, baby. Honestly, it's like Michael Benteen's potty time. Everything just... You're always way, way down there. Hello. Hello. Oh, you can raising the tone. It even sounds like potty time. Ah, hello. Good to see you. We've Thank just you. Had a, we've just had a summary. And, okay. Uh, you, you won't need that, obviously. No, just, no. Obviously, I've listened to the audio. And, you know, you've got a mind like a steel trap. Hard. Anything that goes in is unrecognisable when it comes out. 
<laughs> Difficult to set. Dangerous. Illegal. Goes off when you least expect it. Illegal. You've got an illegal mind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like Professor X. You know, my my brain is, a, but technically a weapon of mass destruction. Yeah, I must admit that's not the most obvious similarity between you and Professor X, but <laughs> um, I'm thinking at the moment. Yeah, I'll keep it up like that. You'll be in a wheelchair, son. Well, it was the fact you're sitting on like a wheeled chair at the moment that I was thinking of. Oh, was it? Hmm. Your Honour. I see. Don't know what you mean. Anyway, um, so you just called Marconi and you got through. You can make an appointment to see Eric Kimball. Uh, he is, as it happens, very interested. I mean, he's nervous. It takes quite a while to, to actually get him on the phone. Mm-hmm. But he's very interested and um, can see you this afternoon or tomorrow morning would be. This afternoon might be as good. Well, I don't know how far away is the lake. Yeah, thank you. I was going to ask. Uh, the lake's not that far. It's um, a few miles out of town, probably six, seven miles. Okay, let's make it this afternoon and then uh, look at the lake this morning. Can I have a very quick summary so I may contribute at some point? The last I knew, Mr. Spaghetti had just escaped. Yes, and then Emmeline went on a bender, and it's a bit of a blank after that, isn't it? I suppose only men are allowed to be alcoholics in this day and age. No, no, no. Fighting for your right to be an alcoholic. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you're just as much right as any fucking man here, bastards. It's her slogan. However, you now have things that it really shouldn't. And um... So, yes, moving on from uh, where Emmeline last left it, who can bring her quickly up to speed? Okay, so Bennett went to hospital. Um, I went with him. Yep. Um, everything seems to be tickety-boo. He'll be fine. Um, but he's not up to talking at the moment. But um, his throat's really bad at the moment, so he can't talk. Okay. Uh, we went to see uh, Dawson's um, wife, um, w- which we keep calling her the widow, but we probably really shouldn't. Because, <laughs> what, to her face? Yes, pretty much. You know, it was very nearly, we're just here to offer our condolences. Sorry to ask if, if you've seen your husband recently. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, you went to it, and what what did we glean from such? Um, so we we found his um, he'd been acting very weird after going to a trip uh, to a lake a couple of weeks right. ago. Right. We found some distinctly odd paperwork, which appeared to be the diagrams for for the um, innovative radio machinery. Okay. Is it that recent, the initiative new radio machinery? Yep. Okay, cool. Uh, and so, also, uh, at least one of the children who was on that trip is also behaving oddly. Okay. And and you've spoken to Marconi about the diagram. No, we're, just, we're going to. Okay, and you haven't been to the lake yet? Just about to. What about the kid? Well, we couldn't, couldn't find him, so... Uh... Oh, we'll just let him roam around infecting people then, that's fine. Yeah, As opposed to spending the entire day trying to chase him and then let him run around infecting people, yeah. Perfect. Okay. All right, that's fine. I'm up to speed. Let's go uh, visit Mr. Uh, Marconi. 
I think you're going to leak first, don't you? Mm. Okay. Let's go to the lake. You, you did just have the recap. It was the same recap I had, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, you trot downstairs, and um, Emmeline's just turning to lock the front door when uh, a rather dapper, uh, quite elderly, military-bearing kind of a fellow comes striding across to you, winks, tugs at his moustache, and uh, looks straight at Emily and says, Morning, Moody. Got the report. The firm is under new management, sir, but if you could... Sorry, sorry. Captain, yes. Hush, hush, eh? Mum's the word. Uh, <clears throat> he looks around theatrically and hands a manila envelope over to you. And uh, then, th- uh, thank you. Usual, uh, you know. Uh, of, of course. Uh, could you just tell me where to uh, uh, leave it? Yes, yes. Leave it. Very good. <laughs> uh, we, we might have to change some of the arrangements. The old one's being slightly compromised, you understand. Oh, oh he stops. He comes back. Um, well, uh, I suppose you could what to do? Well, uh, leave a message at the Conservative Club, I suppose. Uh, of course. What, uh, what, what, what name are you using there these days? Oh, the same one. Same one. Jolly good. Jolly good. Jolly good. Not going to change my name. <laughs> Don't call me Major Braintree for nothing. Ah, oh, see, he's, he's made a slip there. <laughs> so, um, so yes, excellent disguise, Captain Moody. Good morning to you. Uh, um. Did he give us the paperwork? Speaking of going yeah, on gave, daily benders, to... um, I will open the uh, manila. Is, it, is there any markings on the envelope? Uh, no. No, it's completely blank. Did we ask anyone for anything, gentlemen, while I was... No, he appears to have been working for our predecessors. Okay, yes, I know, but have we asked him for... Have we encouraged him I, I encouraged him uh, when we met him last night to uh, submit his report. Okay. Uh, let's. Uh, well, let's not read it here on the street. Let's uh, pop back up to the officers. Well, why don't we I'm read sorry to use the word "pop." It, it really is a, a dreadful young person's uh, slang. But I. Uh, why uh, don't we read it in the car? Oh, I, I'm afraid I'll immediately vomit all over if I try and read it in the car. Perhaps you could read it out. Um, yes, sure. Preferably before the vomit. <clears throat> Unless uh, being car sick is a male prerogative. Oh, I see. What well, you have other problems you think, with, like the sexist stuff, I think. Got the painters in at the minute. Right. Um, let's uh, read the envelope. I've no idea what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Got an audience. Sorry, we're, we're live streaming to our iPad. <laughs> <laughs> How marvellous. What, what an age of wonder we live in. Okay, we'll get in the car. I'll drive, uh, and you can read it out. Uh, uh, well, no, we actually have a driver, don't we? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Well, I'll sit in the front with uh, Jenkins. No, well, we actually have enough room in the back. Yes, I'll be sitting in the front with Jenkins. Um, no, because he, because we, because he is the he is outside behind the privacy screen, isn't he? All right, yes. Let's get in the back. Come on, read it out. Uh, yes, well, the report is really remarkably dull. 
it seems that Major Braintree has <coughs> been going around checking for ghost sightings at various locations. And uh, he's been going around to the same half dozen or so locations at fairly regular intervals and appears to have been doing this for the better part of six months. In the course of one evening, uh, he has managed to type this all up for you. It, does he, Let me guess there's no repetition. <laughs> does he note any any ghostly sightings or nothing at all? It's essentially, the same. every now and again, the sort of you know apparition turns out to be an owl type of thing. What a useful context we have in Harris there. Do we think that possibly the idea was to get give him something to do to get to bagger off and leave them alone? <laughs> what the way you thought <laughs> it? <laughs> don't, don't project onto Moody and Gray. They may have been keen professionals. They may have seen that Major Braintree, a military man with years of experience long behind him, could have been a useful asset. Always a boring git. I mean, he saw straight through your disguise, Emily. He did. He's a perceptive yeah. gentleman. That's and no mistake. Oh, he did yeah. miss a couple of points of mine. Um, so what? That you're not the person he spoke to before. You're not Mr. Moody. You're not going uh, by the uh, title of captain at the moment, and you're a gal. And uh, and that's uh, that was possibly the biggest uh, hooter. Yeah, so. Yes, again, the young person slang. Uh, well, on the way to the lake, the lake is not as, uh, you know, it's not in its sort of weekend, half-term kind of party atmosphere, but it is a kind of popular spot for nannies pushing prams and uh, people strolling about. There's, n- there's no actual fishermen. Uh, fishing isn't really allowed on it. But there are boats, and the way over, it's a natural lake, but it's got a sort of part of it's been done as a little promenade and so on. How, uh, far, over the far, how far is it from uh, Milton Keynes? Or wherever we're from? Uh, you, uh, you're in Molsham, near Chelsea. Oh, yeah. I knew uh, it began with that. About six or so. Well, that was the only thing you got to go on. So you could have just said Manhattan or... Well, I knew it was in England, good Lord. <clears throat> okay. Um, yeah, about six or seven miles. It's not very far out. It basically, okay. there was sort of either school or just youth club type trip. Okay. And it's the sort of thing, you know, they go out there, it's all organised, a bit of sort of scouting for boys. Okay. And Dawson was there on a fishing trip, was he, as far as we know? No, it was some some sort of um, he was a trip for the local children. Yeah, effectively, uh, he was just one of the adults. Okay, fine. So... Um, and it would be great if we knew who else was on the on the trip, but uh, probably not too difficult to find out. Um, well, finding out which organisation was involved would be a good start. Did his wife not know? Yeah, I think we were told. I think she told us, but we probably paid. We probably paid no attention. As, as um, I think it was probably to do with the school. It was either the school or the youth club. I can't remember. It was, so was, it, was he? A, is he a governor or something? Or? Oh, just, you know, just a parent who likes to get involved. It's not like you need some sort of background check to do this kind of thing, is it? Or relevant skills. Involved parent who doesn't have to be paid. There you go. There we go. Uh, there is a sort of little hut where they rent out boats. That's all closed up at the moment, though. The boats are all high and dry. Probably about half a mile, maybe, you can see across the lake. And there's a kind of a beachy area. To be honest, it's more mud. 
But that, I'd guess, is probably where they went over to. Did a bit of camping, came home. Did mm. we bring our um, uh, detector? Detector? Which which no, device? Our ghost detector. You know, yeah, the P- PK, It's you hold it in your hand, it's the little... Sorry. Don't think you've quite got one of those. No. That, we have I got think, Karnaki's electric just, pentacle. Yeah, what you've just done there, however, is more like a shadow puppet seagull, which yeah. is not really useful uh, during the hours. We have got no. one of those whenever we need it, though, haven't we? No, the pentacle isn't. is a um, doodad, isn't it? It's a um, protection thing. Let's not get too technical, gentlemen. The pentacle is indeed a doodad. <laughs> <laughs> there is indeed a doohickey over there. Well, do we have some kind of a... Uh, this whole... Uh, this whole trip will be much easier if we have some kind of a detector of uh, disturbances in the etheric well, flow, Professor. Uh, you mean, have I brought the radio? Yes. No. Right. Unless you wanted to have brought, brought the radio. It would easily I, I can have brought the radio. I can have brought the radio with my with, with, with part of my bed. Well, whatever so these creatures it. are, they are they're aware of radio waves because they're getting Dawson to design some kind of advanced. So presumably they either listen to it or thrive on it, or maybe they even... Well, they're invited to listen to the like program. Is that basically your... Um, They are in some way connected to radio uh, particles. They do not listen to the like program. That is what's so terrifying about them. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, nobody listens to the like program at this stage. It's a few years in the future, but... um... Yeah. What's a little timeline between friends? I've already knocked ten years off the actual date of things. Oh, have we? Yeah. Yeah, Nelly Melby's broadcast was in 1920. Of course we knew that. Well, oh, yeah, that, that was not a successful broadcast. This broadcast was covered up, wasn't it? Because of the problems associated with it. And obviously, as well, um, you've got the bits and pieces of the uh, Martian invasion, which of course screwed over the timeline. Timeline obviously meant Nelly Melba yeah, needed to boost morale earlier. Nobody really remembers the Martian thing, you know. It was a long time ago. Only halfwits and grudge bearers believe in Martians at this stage. Um, well, I mean, you believe. <laughs> I know that was that was no. a point. Um, right, let's get over there. Uh, have we got a boat? No, oddly. Uh, let's go and uh, hammer on the shed door. Well, is it? It's well, not a house. Well, well, it's not well, a house. It, is, it is literally a shed where a man will open it up, sit there with probably a little spirit burner and a, a billy can for making his tea, and take money and unlock the boats. Are there any boats knocking about? Well, well we don't need the boats. It's miles walk round. It might be muddy. Right. I'm more interested in at the moment. So I basically connected the last of the lead acid batteries, and um, it's good way to switch, switch on the radio. Yep. Go to the frequencies where, um, where, where when we were talking to the guys at the um, factory. We know what frequency uh, they use, don't we? Yes. Um, and see if are there any frequencies around here? Is anybody broadcasting on on those frequencies? Whoops! Sorry, I heard something. Um, let me see. 
Uh, nothing at first. Then you do get that kind of whistling, singing interference coming through just briefly. Right. Professor, there it is. to be joined by more, and then it can stops. I, can I triangulate it at all? Well, you mind need... I, do you want me to I walk around the a, lake a bit? Okay, I have got a directional antennae, which is most of my, most <laughs> of the bottom part of my bed. Of, of, of my uh, bed. Have you a what? Okay. I... I'm going to suggest that a crowd is gathering now um, as you begin to assemble much of a bed frame and waving it around. Going, um, this is, this is, I mean, apart from the fact that, you know, some of them might be able to have a good look at the car, just the kids and so on. But Excuse me. Excuse me. Keep place. your distance, please. Keep your di- Hey, back off, man, with scientists. Men tuning in <laughs> bedsteads is a little less common. Right, it's going to be um, pretty tricky. Uh, has anybody got detective or any uh-huh. useful observation skills they think they'd like to use before I get to the professor? Uh, I don't have anything particularly radio-related, but I do have a fair nope, bit of detective. No, not radio-related. Just does no, anybody no, have he's, detective he's, or any sort of observation? Detective, stuff? certainly. He is indeed a private dick. Would you just like to make a roll against a difficulty of five, please? Okay, looking Funny enough, I was a private dick last week, according to Wilmers. Made dead on. Right. Uh, You're waiting for the professor to do something. Uh, We'll just get the professor actually to tune in properly. If you could make a roll on a seven, please. So what was your... Uh, Science or mechanics? Which Which is better. Uh, let's, actually, let's, go, let, yeah, let's go for science. I think it's more applicable. So you need a nine or less. Okay. Uh, three, six, nine. I roll nine. Nine. Well done. It's taken a little time, but you think you're getting it. You, you're managing to, to get the signal reasonably strongly. It does keep dropping out. Uh, it's not a continuous thing, so it's taking mm-hmm. a little bit of a while. But as you start to sort of move the antenna around... Um, I think probably as Benjamin, you look across vaguely in the direction that he's pointing and you do see what looks, it could be the same child you've seen before. And then about 20 yards away, there's a small girl. They're both standing stock still staring at you. Other people are just strolling around. It's a lovely day, <coughs> just, just as you'd expect. But they're, they're taking quite an interest. Hmm, I will. I, well, I don't want to distract the prof, but I'll mention this to Emmeline. I suggest we don't interfere because uh, we don't want an outbreak of earthworms. How contagious are these things, you know, Mr. Drake? I have a nasty feeling we're going to find out quite soon. Okay, they're the only ones that are looking peculiar, too. Do they look related? Do they look. I mean, all kids look the same, don't they? Do they, look... they are quite a distance from you, but. Um... No, I mean, they're not standing next to each other. They're not dressed in, you know, complementary outfits or anything. It's a bit hard to tell from here. You wouldn't have said so. But maybe, you know, they're not massively dissimilar. It's not like one of them is Indian or anything that you can say straight away. No, they're probably not. Are they the same sort of age? Again, hardish to tell. Girl might be a couple of years older, maybe. Okay, so possibly wasn't on the trip. Were they all the same age on the trip? Similar, you would more, more than likely had uh, at least one or two of the older boys along. It definitely wasn't Dawson's kid. Do we know that? Uh, his kids are accounted for. Okay. This this kid certainly isn't his. It's a neighbour's kid. 
And did it, did the boy have a little boy have a sister that we know of? Don't believe you asked. Well, I don't think we did. Okay, okay. Uh, and there's no adults around looking peculiar in there. There are life. several adults around, but they are acting in what you'd say is an entirely normal fashion, cooing over a baby in a pram, sitting throwing breadcrumbs to a duck, that kind of thing. Okay, I'm just going to... Perhaps we should each position ourselves, not intentionally, but between the professor and them. Not not looking at them, particularly just make sure that they can't get to him very quickly without so getting you, through they, us. They can't get to him very quickly. Um, they've only got little legs, the children. They are quite a way away. Okay, so they're easily like, pumpable into the lake. the lake. At the sort of okay, of the so quite a distance. Okay, we're, we'll just... Which is sort of the odd thing about it, the fact they've stopped there. If they were really interested in what you're doing, you'd have thought they'd have maybe come to within sort of 15 feet and then stood there and asked awkward questions like children do. Well, Benjamin, I suggest we just uh, keep a close eye on them while we let the professor get on with his work. But don't... Yes, I, I have a question for him, but I'll wait till he's finished uh, tinkering. Don't interrupt yeah, him. Not, not after the Kensington incident. Uh, professor, you do seem to be... You can't really narrow it down more than in the direction of uh, those two children there. Oh. It's somewhere in that region. Which, to be honest, with the equipment you've got and the the strength of the signal is... Yeah, that's not not bad, actually. Yeah. Could it be the children that are producing the signal? Or, They're just standing um... there. They're not doing anything. I suppose they could be disguised transmitters. With a, you know, a pole at the bottom or something. I have no idea. Well, I mean, I never, you know, I never thought to see anything um, quite so re- so miniaturised as uh, what was a fat pole. So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Uh... <laughs> Not sure. Well, I quite this is awkward. <laughs> which is probably the last thing they said before. You want um... me to do what, Professor? <laughs> um, uh, oh. Okay. Do Do you seem to have finished? Uh, yeah, um, just close I look across. It. I look across. Isn't that 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 lad from the garden? Does seem we to believe be. So, Benjamin. Uh, Benjamin had a question. I think I've got a thought for you. This hmm. signal that we've been picking up. Can you build something yes. to jam it? Well, I mean, obviously, I mean, you know, a, 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 a broad spectrum. Um, a simple yes or no would suffice in this instance. Yes, I could probably. Um, um, we would, I wouldn't be able to jam and 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 pick up the uh, pick anything up. Man. Indeed, and, but if but if we're confronting one of these uh, victims, and um, but you, could you do jam- it now? And the jam- oh yes, I mean I mean yeah, I mean reversing uh, what, what I've got here. Yes, um, basically I start polarity of the neutral flow. <laughs> Well, why don't uh, why don't you give it a try? Well, we keep an eye on these minutes. Uh, I mean, obviously, um, it'll it'll uh, it'll be a far weak. Uh, the jamming signal, oh, probably only ten fifteen yards, maybe. No, 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 no more than that. But um, but but, it, but within that within that, it would um, work quite well. I would thought. So okay. Miss oh, yeah, Green is well known to show no fear of personal injury. It's going to take you a while and then we'll see how it goes. Yeah, basically I'm... Um, you are short of parts, but if you can um, distract the no, driver, you, can, you reckon there's a few things you could pinch from the engine. No, 
to, to, to be honest, you can do it. If, you, if you've got a receiving radio, you can broadcast it as well, especially from this time. Uh, on, on you go then. Powering it off the car might be worth doing, mind. Well, I've got about three or four lead acid batteries that, um, <laughs> one, or two got, one or two, one or two got relatively warm to the touch. <laughs> Starting uh, no, to bulge you, just a little bit. If you could back <laughs> in, like off here, ladies and gents, this is delicate scientific equipment. Don't touch that. Thank you. Okay, if you, if you can get on with it now, Professor James, that would be wonderful. Yeah, There's a fine. bloke standing there, one hand in his pocket, munching loudly on an apple, watching you. Okay. He's the um, only one who's really up close. Several others have sort of lost interest and moved on to other things. A couple uh, of them sitting on a bench and looking at you, but just carrying on with what they were doing. I asked the driver uh, if policeman I has... Got near though he's um, standing up by the road, which is sort of back from the promenade, a little bit above you, and he's standing quite. Are still we still by the car? Uh, yes, you are. You haven't told me you moved. That's good. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'd like to um, just have a chat with the uh, driver and see if I can borrow his hammer. Oh, hammer. Do, do have a full tool roll, sir. Let me just uh, get that out. Oh, okay. and... I mean, I, I mean, I, I, I was assumed that a man of your caliber would would, would have a full. Um, um, yes, he, uh, he to, steps to out of his car. You know, uh, obviously, his, I wouldn't have side, it. What would I? On the side by the running board is a, a sort of a pannier type hold all that's got a tool roll in it. Uh, there is indeed a small hammer. Is it surprising how often a hammer is needed on cars of this vintage? <laughs> <laughs> okay, if I need to take um, out the frustration. Yeah. And um, I am I am basically uh, reprogramming uh, the uh, radio uh, using it's a reprogramming radio. that it will never forget. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's uh, a guy on a little sort of reverse tricycle, um, kind of an ice cream seller. He seems to have stopped and is taking an interest as well. Okay, um, Benjamin, I think we may be discovering quite how many people have been infected. Are they just standing watching? Yep. Same, a... sort, same sort of blankish expressions we've saw on the kids. Yep. Do they put me in mind of Donald Sutherland in Invasion of the Body Snatch? They haven't done the pointy finger thing. Okay. Oh, we're all right then, until they do that. You can't <laughs> tell. Don't shoot until they do the pointy finger thing. You know, and there's no walking around nude or anything like that. Oh. Speak for yourself. Um, right. Because to be honest, if you're walking around nude, lots of people will be doing the pointy finger thing. <laughs> Assuming that's the thing. Okay. Well, most people will be going, ah, 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 my eyes, my eyes. No, it's it's, it's, it's actually a rational a... dress. Rational undress. Has anyone brought a firearm? Yes. Would you perhaps uh, surreptitiously load it? No, it's already loaded. Or view of that policeman. <laughs> Well, you can go behind the uh, car. Look like you're doing a wee or something. Well, I am, of course, uh, <laughs> <laughs> a, 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 and an enthusiast for for the um, defence of the earth yourself. from uh, Martian invasion. I feel that if shooting policemen can be avoided, perhaps we could, should. Uh, and it, it tends to have complications. Calls 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 him call him an old fuzzy you really are nothing like your Cthulhu character, right? Unlike, for example, shooting members of the lower orders, which is entirely... Uh, practically compulsory. That's nasty, shooting someone in the lower orders. <laughs> <laughs> or indeed right the members. The I will ready my uh, 
bare fists, which are oh, yeah. uh, we- mu- weapons of of pure destruction. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, they must. I, I'm assuming they must be immensely lethal because uh, the two men abandoned me with an alien killing machine the last time I got them out. So presumably they must be quite impressive. We have every confidence in you. Absolutely. Um, I mean, the tragic thing is you are probably, by a long chalk, the most (laughs) dangerous member of this party. Yes. (laughs) Yes, but only because of my dangerously radical ideas. With the possible exception of if I get some explosives. You've also made it across quite a dangerous part of the world over the course of months and survived that. So, you know, you've got some experience. Hard bitten. Hard bitten? Is that a thing? Hard boiled. Not hard bitten. Soft. Soft bit. I'm going to just carry on. Carry on. It's a Tibetan saying, hard bitten. Tibetan? Tibetan. Tibet. 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 So Tibetan sounds like a South African saying it's Tibetan. <laughs> <laughs> are, we, are we possibly thinking of hard boiled? I just tried that. Carry on. A couple more oh, kids have arrived. They're standing by the ice cream man. One of them is. Looking... How many creepy potential spaghetti monsters are we looking at at this point? Uh, well, if you're assuming that everyone who's not moving much is a uh, potential spaghetti monster, uh, yes. the kid who's just turned up is sort of tugging at the coat of the man who's refusing to say. Well, he's just completely failing to see him. He's refusing to know ice cream. Um, there's a girl next to him who's looking at you, but certainly at least one of those. Three there is is not you know, exactly okay. Well, that's but we're we're approaching sort of half a dozen at this point. Uh, well, they're approaching you more, but it's it's one of those things where you look around and you know another one has sort of walked to a certain point and they stop. Um, they don't seem to have moved in from there, but when one <coughs> arrives, they they sort of arrived a good vantage quite away from you. Are, um, are they surrounding us evenly, or is there a concentration of them suggesting they want to herd us away from somewhere? They are, to begin with, they were over away from you, both in roughly the same location, but they do seem to have started to coordinate a bit. And they're much more all around you, in as far as they can, in that the promenade area only covers part of the lakefront, and then it goes off into sort of reeds and trees. and What's it, um, so what's it made of, the promenade? Is it... Uh... Flammable. Uh, this, um, <laughs> technically, oh, yes, it, it does have a wooden section to it. Okay. Interesting. <clears throat> it is a series That's of wooden That's Nouveau, you say. <laughs> this is not necessarily the time for Subtlety Nouveau, but, you know, I'm just the GM. <laughs> I'm just intrigued to know what you're going to try and light it with. <laughs> Burning glass, obviously. Well, uh, we could siphon out a load of petrol from the car. You I could. think you might not. I think you might get a rather grumpy uh, driver. Yeah, we do, we do need to be able to drive away. Driver if we get attacked by six plus... Um, Prof, how long do you reckon you're going to be on that? How long do I think? Uh, you can probably have a good roll now, if you like. Oh. Ooh, uh, an half an hour, uh, against a difficulty of seven. Okay, so uh, that is... Uh, Skill of nine, so... Oh, well, sorry, this will be on your mechanic, actually. Is oh, that... mechanic, so skill of seven, so... <coughs> okay, so, uh... so I rolled a six, if that helps. You needed a seven or less. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty good job. You've um, you've taken it at a steady pace. You haven't rushed yourself, and it's paid off. Mm-hmm. Um, you think it works, and you've uh, got it, basically, as you're expecting. But, as you say, you don't know how much of a 
um, the range it's going to have? Not massive, I was thinking. Um, I was thinking sort of, you know, it'll obviously pick up for miles, but it'll probably broadcast strong enough to work to swamp anything out. Probably over, well, 15, 20 yards at the most. Would, would more power boost it a bit? As, as well, let's see if it works first. Uh, okay, so, um, well, would you like me to switch it on? Go for yes, it. Please. I keep, just, keep an uh, eye on the uh, near, nearest of the effects. Okay, um, it is a bit like um, you know when he, when he switches on the proton pack. That first time, <laughs> um, the valves warm up and everything, and then click. Um, nothing particularly seems to happen. There's been a little bit of movement with some of the people who are closer to you, but they're all quite a way back. Um, one or two of them over by the ice cream uh, tricycle have stepped back about three or four paces and then stopped there. And they were probably the closest to you. Interesting. Mm, interesting. Is this thing um, mobile? A couple more people have arrived. Um, yeah, I mean, it's basically, um, it might take two of us to move it. Um, and another policeman. Um, Hang on, how widespread do we think this infection was? Because... I, for one, would like to. I think it's really quite widespread. Um, Well, I mean, so so take a couple of people to move it, or we could just put it back in the car. Indeed. (laughs) As opposed to the three of you picking up a bedstead and running through the middle of town with this. (laughs) The car won't block the signal, uh, Professor. Um, In fact, actually. Oh, hello. That might be an idea. I could use the car. Um, I say, old chap, Um, I turn to the. uh, to, to the driver, um, how um, upset would you be if I removed a small amount of paint from your car? It would <laughs> be upset uh, also. It's not actually my car. I suspect my boss might be having a word with you, but um, uh, probably no. As long no, as you pay for the damage, as far as I'm concerned. Well, um, no bigger than a sixpence. Probably in about three or four different places. Uh, yes, well, obviously I'll uh, just keep an eye on the other direction, sir. Oh, uh, thank you very much. Um, I slip in. Um, <laughs> Go on, do the usual thing Cthulhu players do and, and hand somebody like six gold sovereigns. That's <laughs> <laughs> a tip when they're buying it some cigarettes. 20 pounds for your trouble. No, I was going to slip in 10 bob, actually. Oh, that might be good. Be, it's still probably more than it. What's that about? That'd be the equivalent of about 50 quid. Uh, it's quite a Maybe bit. Maybe a bit more. The tr- trick is to hit a point somewhere between a few days' wages and the price of the car. Oh, God, no. I mean, you know, the, the price of the car is about... The car is, is rather more than that. It's about 30, 40 pounds, I would think, mm-hmm. at the very oh, Possibly more than that. Wow. Right, um, what are you planning to do? Mount, mount the on the roof? Uh, well, no. Um, so, if I actually um, can attach this here and um, that there, okay. and um, oh, excuse me, Em, could, could, could you just lift your feet up? Um, uh, yeah, and right. um, basically, if I attach that wire there, and um, and finally this here, um, basically the car is now part of the array, and it will be slightly stronger because obviously there is now a, a slightly bigger. Uh, thing, but more importantly, as we move around, um, it, there will be a twenty foot, or no, not twenty foot, twenty yard 
thing as we move. Okay. Um, to get this rigged up correctly, I think it'll be much simpler. So you're going to need to roll against a five. So that's a nine or less, if you could, against your mechanics. Uh, roll the six again. Yeah, you're fine. Um, connected it up fairly, fairly easily. Is really there... good paint on this car. Actually, it took some scratching. Yeah, uh, it's it's good, and uh, um, I've not soldered it on too tightly. So we went to when I put. <laughs> Hello, uh, just trying to get the deposit back on the car. <laughs> and they are, you know, I mean, uh, my soldering skills are quite good. You know, it's only about, you know, it is only about the size of a little six foot. You know, uh, surely this. You know, we're all school for plus sale. expenses in our contract. I'm surely this counts as <laughs> one uh, Bentley. Um, it's not a Bentley. Oh, <laughs> why are we driving a Bentley? I think Mrs. Prendergast might not be entirely happy with being asked to pay this particular expense. We'll just tell her it was a Bentley when we put it on the <laughs> on the expense account. Um, I, I say, uh, Professor, there's no there's no risk of injury from these radio wave things, are there? Oh, not long term, no. What's that? Good Lord, you've vanished. Where's he gone? There, there may be some great, temporary invisibility. No, no, he's just become transparent to our eyes. It's perfectly normal. <laughs> That's right. No, you've you've merely gone blind. Ah, <laughs> oh dear. Sorry. Um, yeah, I was just um, fiddling around with the print. I see. Uh, yeah, you've said that as if you're back. Oh no, hang on. <laughs> he's cut, he's, he's materialising. Are you three D printing yourself, Mark? <laughs> Uh, right, you have noticed that when, when you fired it up connected to the car, um, the people who took a step back take several more steps back. Yeah. I'm kind of assuming uh-huh. that basically it is actually acting as a... A repellent. Uh, as a larger antenna. We, could we get well, to that quickly? Would, could that possibly well, even expel the... If we drive over towards them, let's see what happens. Okay. You'll crash into the side of the promenade, but you can drive well, back up the slipway onto the road. You can do that. Yeah, let's go. Let's That's go going that. sort of around them. The um, the policeman who's arrived is over there, but if you're going to drive towards him at a you know, reasonable pace, not as if you're trying to run him down, he'll start to move out of the way. He looks a little uncomfortable. I would really like to um, arrange to get quite close to one of these people, so if, if, if we can arrange them, I don't want to risk running him down, and I'm sure our driver doesn't either, but if, if we can, do we make, make reasonable haste to get up there so that we get him fairly deep into the area of effect. The driver is sort of... Uh, look, I don't want to go into any trouble, sir. I, um, I don't I just, have what you, you don't have to... Run, just I absolutely get... don't want you to run anybody over at all. I'd just like to make that absolutely clear. All right. So, um, oh, no, no, no. That sounds like one in... of those things where the opposite is true, doesn't it? He pulls out into that, traffic. That, um, that, that would spoil traffic, the purposes of the experiment. Traffic is about 400 yards away and consists of uh, one car delivered. <laughs> so uh, this is a pretty quiet area. Um, he pulls out, so he's effectively on the road. The <sighs> policeman is now next to the railings that overlook the promenade on the bit of pavement there, and you're on the road that's the other side of him. So he's, he's so. Sort of Pinned back by the could, could you turn around and we'll pull up alongside him? Ooh, That's all we want. Yes. He does look very uncomfortable, and he will. I want to see if I want to see if he jumps up. over the. I want as to see if he jumps over the road. As soon as you step out of the car, he does actually vomit. Now, what if does he, he vomit? Sick, 
Or yeah, we we're on the lookout for tendrily things. He's looking like he's just thrown up the contents of his stomach. Oh, I'll go. Uh, oh, sir, sir, I'll, I'll go and uh, attempt to assist him uh, with my fists ready, like steel traps what, made of what made of You're death. Going up towards him like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sure. And we're back into the hands of orifices. Right. I think, I think Nick missed that. Well, when I say missed it, he probably... Oh, you know, no, it sounds like I'm a... Um, right, okay, I will... Um, yeah, I'll, I'll approach him. Oh, sir, please. And on the very close lookout... Uh, office. Any, um... Oh, uh, <clears throat> sorry. Breakfast. Uh, please, let, let's, uh, let's get you into the car where you can sit down. No, no. He stands up, steps back, walks straight into the railings. Is he behaving? I mean, obviously not behaving. Does he look? What? What? Am I picking up any weird vibes? Otherwise, the fact that he's just sort of spontaneously been sick and uh, acted weird when you came near him with a radio transmitter. Those are the only things you've got to go on. He he does look like a legitimate policeman. I guess what we need to know is: is he badly infected? Is there a possible cure? There was not. I mean, there was nothing left of Dawson, was there? Once the thing had come out of it. No. Well, I don't know. What have we got to go on? He certainly didn't seem. We found it. We found his skin, as you might hope. Um, And we did find most of his skin, didn't we? The skin, yes, you found the skin and his clothes. Perhaps we should uh, take a lesson from Shakespeare. If you cut us, do we not bleed? If you kick us in the nuts, do we not double over in agony? Should we, should we try that? Don't kick the policeman in. I, the I, I don't think it would be um, probative. I have to take it that you just said that. <laughs> <laughs> Shouting from the car, no, Emmeline, don't kick him in. <laughs> <laughs> not, not again. Not again, Emmeline. <laughs> um, okay. I don't care what Mrs. Pankhurst says. I don't believe that Mrs. Pankhurst ever said give them a swift kick in the ghoulies. At least it Actually, it seems quite likely, just not in public. Probably. Yes, yeah. probably do. Um, okay, uh, the the vomit, does it, is there any strands of black in it at all? I'm going to have a quick look. I'm not uh, sifting no. through it, I'm just examining it. David David Bellamy moment going to. <laughs> 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 oh, a full-cooked breakfast, yeah. It, well, it looks like a fairly light breakfast, and it's not particularly identifiable, but uh, it's not squirming around, and it doesn't look like red spaghetti. And he no has eaten, so he's not too far gone. Uh, okay, gentlemen, any suggestions in how we may help this man? Get into a hospital. You will notice that some of the other people are walking towards you. Some of the peculiar people. Yes, well, all of them, actually. But they're quite. Some are quite a distance away. Some are not. I mean, even if he's distressed, sticking a policeman in the back of our car and driving off with him might not look. He's obviously unwell. Uh, you think we should? I think it would be the charitable well, thing I'm to do. Ask, well, no, uh, ask him. You know. So uh... he he doesn't want to get in the car. He will have to be helped into the car if if no, one of you gentlemen no, 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 or both going, of you. We're not kidnapping a policeman. It sure small children, yes. <laughs> small children, yes. Policeman, no. Um, He's not in much of a position. Not with that role. Not much of a position to resist. If you do attempt it, 
a couple of you can probably bundle him into the car. Let's bundle him into the car. Come on. We're not aiming to do him any harm. We are genuinely planning to take him to a hospital. Mm-hmm. We're not taking him to a dirty cellar where we're going to torture him for the Her Majesty's pleasure secrets. No, we're going to take a hospital to, to a hospital where we're going to torture him for His Majesty's secrets. I don't know why the word pleasure came in there, but anyway, let's carry on. <laughs> well, I suppose, you know, with detention, it does fit in, but the idea of torturing someone for the monarch's pleasure is a little bit twisted. Yeah, uh, it's, 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 well, that's yeah if if two of you are going to have a go, you will be able to get him into the back of the car. Well, as I am the strong man, be extremely unwell. Mm-hmm. Much of it over the upholstery. Uh, oh, well, there goes the soil deposit. Yeah, the, the the driver makes a little mark on a checklist. Look, we're just going to have to buy <laughs> this car, aren't we? He's made a lot of marks on that checklist. Made a few when we clambered on top of the car, to, as you recall. <laughs> <clears throat> um, okay, I, let's uh, get him to a hospital. Ideally, the hospital or... where we went before. Ideally, well, hospital where the casualty department is within about ten or fifteen yards of the uh, front door, and very discreet. Hmm. You're driving a car that's increasingly looking like Ecto One, and you've got a vomit <laughs> stained policeman with you. So, discreet is going to be relative, I think. Under the circumstances? Well, my relatives are very discreet. Uh, as the driver starts to pull away, and he's about to sort of do a U turn basically because you're facing the wrong way for the hospital, um, several of the people who had come up onto the road and were striding towards you in a fairly purposeful sort of manner, slightly creepy, um, they stop and they start to back away, move to the side, really try to. It's almost like you have a bubble around the car. I'm going to pat the professor on the back. Excellent work, John. Oh, that, that's fine. I, I wonder if we can um, we enhance it. I wonder if we can enhance it at all. Mm. Well, you mean make see. their heads explode? I want to see what state this chap is actually in. Yes, we uh, want to well, know how far gone he is. He's probably getting quite a lot of signal if he's actually inside the car. In fact, actually, if he's inside the car... He won't be picking up anything else other than the static if he's picking stuff up on this. And he's, uh, is he still conscious? What What's happening? Yeah, he just looks really uncomfortable, and he's looking around with a rather lost expression on his face. You're very ill. We're getting you to a hospital. Where am I? Where is everybody? We're getting you to a hospital. <clears throat> what Can we get to a hospital we're, nowhere we're, near we're, one of these repeaters? Um, we're, we're, we're here. Well. What, what's wrong, old chap? You were taken very ill. Who are you? Where's everybody gone? Everybody by the lake. You will notice, by the way, the main road to the hospital is um, newly outfitted with a a line of rather shiny-looking acne. We need to get him out of there, because as soon as we turn the transmitter off, we'll get him out of the way of it. He's going to be under the influence again. uh, There must be a hospital that isn't under the influence of these repeaters. I'll say again, there must be a hospital that isn't under the influence of <laughs> uh, Well, the thing is, you don't know precisely where they where they go to. You know some areas where they definitely are heading out in the direction. Well, you let's could go head in to the a other hospital direction. in the other direction and hope they haven't gone out there. Uh, what, what's the last thing you remember, Mr. Um, uh, oh. PC83712? Constable, I think he's the word you're looking for. <clears throat> Constable Hammer. Um, yeah, I, 
<laughs> Can't touch it. Gets better when you meet the others. Don't worry. Oh, um, <laughs> it's not a cheap running gag at all. Um, <laughs> oh, I was just coming to uh, to investigate what you were doing on the um, on the lakefront. Had a report of um, peculiar activity. And do you remember getting to the lakefront? Yes, of course I do. And do yeah, you remember got... seeing us approach I'm... you in our car? Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, yes. It's all right, let it out. Um, let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Could I ask how you got the report? That's a police matter, sir. Okay. Um, could you get the report now? He looks across at you and looks across at the driver, basically the back of his head, and um, I would like everybody to Uh-oh. make a body roll, please. Okay. Against a six. Okay, so I've got a body of two. All right. Uh, <laughs> you need three or less. Well, I rolled a two to start with, so... One Good luck. Two. Oh, and straight on the crotch. Oh, I don't know the one! <laughs> lucky bastard. I missed it. Well, it's an unorthodox. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, professor doing a little bit of fine-tuning and so on. Suddenly whip your head back round. What's uh, Emmeline roll? Uh, hang on, I'm just trying to work it out. I'm the defending... You don't have to roll them on your crotch, just because Mark did. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at the thing. I, I, I know st- you're looking at the thing. I can see what you're doing. We've got webcam. Okay. I need six or less. <laughs> I think. Yeah. We've got webcams and please don't do it on the webcam again. I got five, so I succeeded. Right. Um the professor sort of whips his head back as the constable's arm shoots out quite rapidly and he grips uh Benjamin round the throat. Oh Hi <laughs> What? <laughs> Hi Hi. Hi, hi, hi. I'm uh, good to hear the, the gentle art of Bartitsu. I, I, I'm nails, good to hit you now. His nails are bleeding. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, quick, uh, will it shiv his arm off? <laughs> <laughs> okay, one of his nails actually sort of pops off. It's just kind of hanging by a thread. And when I say it's hanging by a thread, I do mean that very literally. Okay, I will uh, grab the arm and Which pull it. now questing across Benjamin's face along with a variety of friends. So it doesn't completely incapacitate them. This is a, an interesting discovery. Good. <laughs> I say this is fascinating. Let me make a move. <laughs> um, anyway, the three of you are in uh, the back of um, a slightly modified vehicle with a police constable who is still a sworn officer of the law. He is assaulting a, a member of the he's public. Being, he's, a, he's a being sworn officer of the law. I tell you that. Thing. I'm, I'm um, using words. I'm using words that even Emily hasn't heard that part too often. Now, what remind me three of the words you use, Emily has never heard before. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. So, what everybody going weaknesses was that we discovered last week? What was it? You weren't here last week. Otherwise, I'd love to remind you. Sorry. It's a shame. Okay. 
Tomato um, sauce, the only thing that can kill spaghetti. Have you seen Attack of the Killer Tomatoes? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, so. Body, you, um, Mark, I think you said it was two, didn't you? Mine is two, yeah. But what's yours? Roger, what, you? three. Uh, and uh, Nick, how's Emily looking? Uh, she's on four. Amazing. Uh, well, with her finely honed uh, martial arts reflexes, she'll be able to move first if you wish. Uh, Benjamin's been rather taken by surprise. Is it round his throat? Uh, it's round his throat and now up the side of his face, yes. Uh, okay, so I will... For the ears. I will jump on the and policeman sorry. back first and grab the arm... With both arms and pull it all in the back of the car. So you, you well, yeah, basically squash him and grab the arm and attempt to with both my arms and pull it off. Okay, Uh, pull it off uh, Benjamin's face. Uh, He is going to reach around with his other arm and attempt to strike a blow across your face. So, uh, are you using? You do reach around and blow, and I'm not giggling. No, you're doing very well. Well, It's it's an inappropriate time to be giggling. It is. Uh, drop the dice. That's a disaster. How am I supposed to? Oh, Excuse me a second. Maintain uh, the tension. Just play Dick Barton or something. He, he drops his fist onto the floor. I don't, I'm terribly sorry. Right, we're back. Um, that just makes me think of Digby Chicken Caesar. Yeah, it's a shame, that, isn't it? We'll talk about um, cultural. Uh, Appropriation and so on, but nobody talks about the fact that the de- devil's gout lap is now associated with the chicken Caesar. Is it chicken uh, Caesar? Yes, it is. Right, so he's going to, it's a simultaneous thing, so it is possible to, for example, for two people in a melee to punch each other and knock each other out at the same time. Oh, fair enough. So effectively, you're rolling your attack uh, at the same time he's rolling his. Okay. Um, Unhand him, you alien scumbag! Nice. I'm terribly sorry, gentlemen. And uh, if you'd like to make a roll against a pool. Against a four? Are you using a brawling or anything? I'm using martial arts, my friend. Martial arts? What's your martial arts? Five. Five? You need an eight or less. Easy peasy. Right at my particular alley, that is. Um, Four. Excellent. So um, he doesn't manage to get right up your particular alley, but he has... (laughs) Inflicted um, a successful hit to the face. You, however, have also managed to get hold of his arms. So he's just going to try and grapple you. Oh, we're not going to use grapple rules, are we? Good I'm lord. Just opposed body it's rules. Not, it's not 3.5. There's yeah. no system that has uh, easy grapple rules. Yeah, it'll be easy. Don't worry about it. So, uh, roll me the. What did I need? I needed a four, 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 four. Needed a seven. Who's who's taking the damage here? Six. Uh, this is just looking for you. Um, okay, a... he has reached around. The first thing you notice is that you didn't think it was possible to reach around quite like that. And the second is he sort of plants a hand across your face, so he's ah! kind of like that. 
Ah! It doesn't cause any damage, but he obviously is trying to keep you back. But you've got hold of the arm, and you can make an attempt to either inflict damage on him or to rip the hand away from Benjamin. I, I'm trying to prevent Benjamin from taking damage. That's the main thing. While right. they think of something cleverer to do than grappling Mr. Linguini. <laughs> in. Now that does sound filthy. <laughs> Why are you grappling with Mr. Linguini? With my <laughs> reputation. <laughs> it does sound like a Victorian novel, doesn't it? Yeah, back that, and back that, that, that the stairs. about tossed on life's surging ocean. <laughs> <That is> the, <laughs> definitely t-shirt material. Um, where have I just gone? I have the page right there. It was right there. Sorry, I'm I'm having some problems this week, and um, retaining information is one of the casualties. So I'm completely forgetting the sequence of everything. No worries. Um, so welcome just, to, welcome just, to my normal life, John. Yeah, so this is um, it's been a very, very frustrating week. Uh, effect number. Just to wait for Nick to come back anyway. Yeah, I'm thinking about uh, doing the invisible bit. Hello. Oh. Right. So oh, the seven on a four, that is a column A result. A is probably good, isn't it? Uh, yes, it is, actually. Um, because with a with a punch, which is effectively what he's done, all he's managed to do is just sort of get a hand kind of on the cheek. Uh, now, you're attacking with your martial arts, I presume? Hey! Uh, so if you can... Your effect number is what your martial arts is. Okay. Five. Uh, five. And what did you roll for your attack? Uh, three, wasn't it? No, four. Four it was. So, that's fine. You've You've got hold of it and pulled the um, the arm back on itself. It's it's not quite as bony as you'd expect. You're managing to flex somewhere in the middle of the forearm, but mm. the fingers come away from the face. It's a little bit like pulling um, ivy or a Virginia creeper off a wall. Sort of oh, oh I didn't think the eye would come with it. Sorry, Benjamin. <laughs> <laughs> You pull the hand away, but his entire face is still attached. <laughs> um, think of something! Is that directed so, to anyone in particular? Basically, so, the, the, the chaps whose brains work rather better than their feeble, pasty bodies. Okay, so... The blue monkey. <laughs> um, so I'm basically sat by uh, something that will deliver a reasonably nasty electric shock. Right. I would like to electrocute the policeman. Um, uh, now, is this the policeman I'm currently grappling with? Currently is an interesting choice. I, exactly. That currently may be the, the, the operative word here. The opposite well, epithet, as I think was um, one of the lines in Doctor Who once. <laughs> Just uh, rolls off the tongue. Not overwritten at all. <laughs> uh, have I actually got... I think I've got a section on electricity. Probably. Yes, Marcus, of course, I'll be a section on electricity. 
How well does pasta conduct electricity? I better tell you in GURPS. Not actually pasta, okay? We need to get pasta that. It's oh. um it's like more like sort of slimy wet silken threads. Right, not metallic threads. There, there may be a crucial difference. <laughs> it is wet. Okay. Well, that will damp down the electricity. Uh, okay. Perfect. It's not, it's not going to be as good as an electric fence. The effect varies with voltage as below. Yeah. Um, it's going to be better than a cattle fence, so I think we'll probably just slap it with a number of batteries you've got. Let's slap it on the equivalent of the 110 volts. Uh, which might be a bit generous, but um, we'll give it an effect of six. So, yes, Prof, it's all gonna... about the amps. If you'd like me to to turn it down a little bit, that, I'm happy to do that. Or we could just go as it is. Go on, do it. What are you waiting for? Do it. It's not going to cause any more damage, but I'm happy to listen to an argument as to why you'd like your friend to inflict less damage. <laughs> Uh, it depends whether this damage is going to be directed towards Emmeline or not, honestly. Well, just anyone connected to it. Um, <sighs> but it's going to take an, an actual attack roll here. Uh, oh, so oh, it's either going to be a relevant attack skill or just your body. Oh, oh hang on. We'll, we'll be in descending order of body. I think, uh, yes. Sorry, I think yes. Ben, you were, I think um, ben, Benjamin will go first. Um, uh, you are you are sort of free now. You can see what's going on. Yep, I think I'm going to be uh, draw, drawing pistol and uh, shoot, shooting oh. the arm that is presumably still attempting to grapple me. Hang right. up there. I mean... What? <laughs> what? I can't, we're in the cramped boat. You're supposed to be the smart ones, you two. <laughs> oh, no, that's my Why other character. Going? Please roll double six. That's all I can say. It's happened before. Right, uh, I think this is going to be a two-parter. Because of the situation, you've been surprised and sort of pushed back. You've just had a policeman's hand splay open and attach itself to your face. Uh, Emmeline has just gone all Cato on its arse. Um, I think to draw your pistol is going to need uh, a quick roll on body against a four, just to make sure you don't fumble it. Oh, yes, because that's very unlikely to happen. Um, when I roll the nine, needing a six. Okay. You... Pull the uh, the pistol out. It catches on your the inside of your jacket and doesn't come cleanly out. You don't shoot yourself or anyone else. But it's going to be the next round before you can actually get the pistol out of it. Yeah, that's fair enough. Sorry, Mark. Back to you. Okay, no, no, that's fine. So with my body of two, yep, I'm trying to attach an electrode to a right because to you're not trying to do anything um, terribly clever, really, apart from shove these into the mass in front of you. Uh, I'm just going to say that a, a difficulty of three, a defending three, is all you need. So your body was what, two, did you say? Yeah. Uh, you only actually need six or less. Oh. I rolled a three, and I roll a one, four. <laughs> Fantastic. You jab the um, electrodes... <laughs> Sorry, this just... Sounds very like Monty Pythonish all of a sudden. You jab the electrodes deep into the plump, yielding flesh of the uh, principal. <laughs> and there is a uh, rotating knife. There is a slight sizzle, uh, a bit of a spark, and the possible sound of some of your equipment uh, going blowing the valve. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, this is going to have an effect. Now, 
It's good. Let me just find... I've got to close the book again. It was Effect of Six. Effect of Six, I think. Yeah, I'm just looking for the... So, you're rolling the effect number against... Uh, body? body. Yep. Body of, uh, is only four, actually. So, it's an effect of six against a body of four. If you could just roll 2d6, please. Um, I've rolled 12. You've rolled 12? Yes. Fantastic. Bloody hell. Okay, that's quite remarkable. Is that a bad thing? <sighs> For you, well, it's... I mean, yeah, no. You, you, you've basically done something. Crap all. Crap all, yeah. The <laughs> 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 big crap all. Uh, it's. What a, did it need? I think it's a flashlight, actually. <coughs> Yeah, it's going to be a polar May, yeah. There is some burning. You've managed to um, basically split the skin. It's split rather wider than you expected, and it's writhing around like a certain scene from the thing at the moment. Oh, you've got to be fucking kidding. Um, no. Driver, could we stop? <laughs> <laughs> Toilet break! <laughs> he glances into the mirror. Uh, shouldn't we go to the hospital, sir? Yes. Um, I think he's past the hospital now. No, I don't think so, uh, sir. It's another couple of miles down the road. No, I think he's past the ability to, for, what, for what a hospital can do. Um, I'm rather right, keen on sir. getting him out of the car. He uh, he sticks his arm out and pulls it into the side. Okay. Um, can we get all of his bits out of the car, please? Em? He's, he's still moving, isn't he? Oh, yeah, you've just caused a slight flesh wound. You haven't knocked him out or anything like that. Open the door! I'll do that. I'm probably freezed. Uh, <laughs> you can manage to fumble the, the door open. Uh, you probably have to reach to the outside, actually, on this car to open it. But, um, yes, you can do that uh, and pretty much tumble out backwards if you want to. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll get it out of the way of them, too. Uh, no, I mean, the, Benjamin being close to the door there, he can, if he wants to, tumble out backwards. Oh, Benjamin going to abandon me again. Uh, the door's open, but um, because of where the, the the situation now is, you've got a guy who's reaching in two directions, but basically with the wrong arms, sort of crossing over himself. And where am I? Uh, you're at the one end of his arm. Uh, the two of you are sort of... You're at the opposite side of the car from Benjamin, but props in the middle, and the policeman is roughly in the middle as well, sprawled across. Can I kick him out of the car from this angle? You can't kick him in, in this angle, no. Could I push, push him out? Try and push him, that, that would have the same effect. But... Hang on to my legs, gentlemen, in case he grabs me. <laughs> right. The one uh, time... Try and give, give you a, a bit of a hand as you try this. I'm going to have to give you a minus one because of the fact that you're sitting uh, in a car. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a reasonable shift. Uh, he is going to attempt to anchor himself again. Uh, your body was four, was it? I think so, yeah. It is. Um, and you're using your martial arts? Uh, for, of five. Okay. Um so you're attacking your four, so you need eight or less, but you've got a minus one on this. Minus, oh, I need seven or less. Mm. Okay. Piece of cake. Nothing riding on this he at all. He grabs your hair. Ah, oh, feck it. Nine. 
night and manages to hold on. Uh, it's basically just a little bit too painful as you, you successfully push him back, but ah! he's actually got his fingers in your hair. Ah! Ah! Thank you. Uh, next in line? That's uh, uh, me, I think. To, uh, Benjamin. Uh, yeah, I remember what it was like. Half leaning out, um, you've got a bit more space around you now. You can pull your gun out more easily if you wish to. Mm -hmm. Ah, yes. I think I would like to do that, and uh, I will take a shot at the uh, bit bit of um, Martian that is nearest me. Right, that's probably going to be sort of um, in his kidneys. Really, he's kind of half pushed across you. So you can have a go at it. Um, it's a bit too close, ideally. So I think you'll be getting a minus one here. But you, no, it's call it call it evens because I think you you are nobody's. Even though the thrashing about, he's not he's not really dodging. Is I, I, don't, I don't really want to hit my friends here or or even Emmeline. So don't, don't roll the double sixes. All I say. Um, right, okay, well, so well, you're up against. No, all right, I rolled the double six. For the yeah, that's it. There'll be no you're up double against six. Four. Uh, what's your um, skill? Marksman six, so that's a nine, I think. Oh, you only need a nine, perfect. Uh, yep, no problem at all. Roll oh, six. And I think the effect number on a pistol is a six. Uh, this one I have an eight. Bloody hell. You've got a huge handgun. I have my army revolver. Good God. Right, okay, yeah. So he's, so this is like, for example, you know, a Webley or something. Yeah, Webley 455. Um, so an effect of eight. <laughs> Similar to a small shotgun, in fact. Okay, this is, this is quite impressive. So if you'd like to roll um, an effect of eight against a body of four, that means... So that's a roll needed of 11. 11. And that's a roll of eight, so that's a B, which is an I. Uh, oh, he's injured. Uh, there is a large splat of the bullet effectively goes straight oh. through him, and you're, you're probably reasonably happy to find it doesn't go through anyone else in the car. Sprays oh, bits of, of sort of red fragments that momentarily writhe across the windows. Um, it's like bloody splatter. Uh, the bullet has actually passed all the way through him, which is not quite what it should do. We're buying this car. <laughs> <laughs> Just well, to keep it course, out of the hands of the police, never mind anything else. It has, of course, also gone out through the window, so that's gone. But um, uh, the driver is not going to be thrilled, probably. Uh, everyone in the car, you are temporarily deafened. What? But, uh, there's just there's a flash and a splatter and then ringing in the ears. The, um, the constable is thrashing around but seems to have let go of your hair, Emily. Uh, Prof, what are you up to? Um, I'd like to uh, try and give him a bit of juice again, please. <laughs> he, he means he's going to electrocute him. Oh, thank you. Right. <laughs> uh, you're basically pretty much attached. He's thrashing around a bit. Just make a quick roll to make sure you don't accidentally get knocked to... Uh, I've rolled a six. So, you rolled a six. Yeah, whatever. Um, yeah, you've only got two, haven't you? So a six is one more than you actually needed. <laughs> Never mind. Um, he, because he's now thrashing about wildly, uh, wildly, for those of you who've seen Blade Runner, just think of press. Um, you can't quite get the, uh, the electrodes in there. Emily? I can get one on, but not the other. Um, is, he like? is he now in a position where I could 
kick him out from where I am? Or? You're not going to be able to do any kicking because you are, even with your rational dress, still half sitting in the back of a car. But yes, uh, you, can, you can push him. You can get the same sort of... I, I'm going to try and push him out and then um, hopefully Roger can blow him away with his big weapon. Okay. It's singularly uh, uh, ineffective at killing him so far. But... He's not resisting and he's well, not attempting to... Drive away is the other option. Okay. Um, to sort of shift the the big writhing lump, uh, you're up against four. Uh, so I need five or less? Oh, four or against four is six or less, isn't it? Seven or less. Oh, okay, fine. Yes, sorry, what was your... I oh, I, can I use martial arts? Use your martial arts, oh yeah. Oh, in that case, eight or less. Eight or less. Five! Very good, that's less than eight. Um, if you're not trying to inflict damage, and if you're just trying to push him, then uh, I'm going to say that's okay with Benjamin giving a bit of a hand and the prof tickling him with wires or whatever he's doing. Uh, he <laughs> Hoof sort of it, Jenkins! Flops bonelessly onto the um, the road, twitches around and starts to stand up. Uh, interestingly, not, not using his hands to help him stand. It's a sort of early breakdown, so... Jenkins! Foot to the floor, please! Roger on with him. Did you establish his name was Jenkins? I, I calling him Jenkins, whatever his name (laughs) (laughs) Right, uh, you're, you're pulling away. The, um, the policeman is standing. He has quite obviously been shot and very badly wounded. There are two big holes in his uniform. He's clearly covered in blood. But he's clearly Um, no longer a human. No, he he looks like he's perhaps been in a car accident, but he's standing up. He's a tough man. He's about to be in another one. (laughs) (laughs) That wasn't an accident. (laughs) Yes, um, they they can usually say it was an accident unless you stop and reverse and then go forwards again. (laughs) You know, like accidental shooting doesn't usually involve reloading more than once. Okay, let's. Uh, pulling away at the moment. I don't know whether it's worth uh, putting the putting the Bentley in. If only there was such a thing as a as a car wash, you could all sit in there and just go through all the big roller brushes to try and clean it all. <laughs> <laughs> we need to call Mister Wolf at this point. Um, okay, let's. Uh, that was a semi-successful, gentlemen. No, it wasn't. Well, it was a successful test of the jamming equipment. It seems to have no uh, effect on their physical capabilities, and it didn't cure the policeman in question. Um, and there's rather a lot more than we thought there were. But otherwise, I feel it was a success. I think we need to go and see Marconi. Thank you, people who have very powerful radio transmitters. Mm. I like the way you're thinking. Could we not? Because we now own this radio station, is that how it worked? Now we've uh... <laughs> is that the way it worked? Um, <laughs> um, could we transmit a thing through the repeater? So, thought because I, I know Mark only has got a big radius, but wasn't the whole thing these things like tendrils that could sneak out? Mm. And we've got this place, and you well, know the jamming I've... signal. And that's that's an excellent idea. Well, I'm not sleeping with the boss for nothing. So, are you going to uh, keep your appointment with Marconi's engineer, or have you got another plan? I'd like to go and wash up first. I feel <laughs> going there 
Is it the blood or the vomit that's causing this? <laughs> uh, yes. Or anything <laughs> else that occurred in the car. Any other? Any, yes, any, yes. Sorry, relate. Travel sick. <laughs> I, I, I believe yeah, the blood. appropriate generic, generic term is effluvia. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes, Sylvia. So I barely knew her. After that, what are you going to go for? Uh, we'll I, go, I we'll would suggest the repeaters. Well, no, we'll no, we'll go. We'll go and chat with Mark with the, with the Marconi engine. Well, the time may be uh, of the yeah. Es- well, there's there's nobody at Apex Radio who's really aware of the situation. I think I think anymore. No. I think we need to talk to the Marconi guys, see if they see what they're. Let, let, let's is. start with them. If if we can also get into the uh, repeater chain, that's great. But let's let's start with Marconi because they're more of a working organisation right now. So if we convince the right person, they can start things moving. Uh, well, you you two are the boffins. It's a great word, isn't it? Boffin. I'm just a simple soldier. I'm a boffin, so. You think Apex will be a, a bit of a dead end at the moment? I think it'll take longer to get things moving there, though. Well, not with yeah. our professor here. True. All right, but we well, but, but, have but, to wrap up. I'm afraid I, I, I do. Yeah, fair enough. And what, get some sleep tonight. So John, I can't run very late. No. Yep. Uh, once again, your 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 wonderful naivety of I don't think I've got a full episode, but don't worry about it. You know, I'm sure you guys can. <laughs> so bring it out. No, it's not really naivety. I'm I'm very certain that, that you know, I, I didn't say this was a one shot, but there wasn't much to it. I, I knew it couldn't possibly string out more than ten, twelve episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Have we got out of the lift yet? That's all. I, that's all I would have <laughs> Oh, you cruel man! Right. Uh, so we'll leave it there with with a um, a modified car, um, modified and redecorated car. Uh, a man who will probably hang for attempted murder of a uh, a police constable, uh, and uh, the professor and his his battery fun attaching electrodes to anything that moves. <laughs> what more does a man want? Thank you, everybody. I will catch up. That was with excellent. Next Thank, week. You yeah. Thank you very much, John. Oh, yeah, real job. Thank you very much. Bon Indeed. Cheers. Night, Night all. Bye. Bye.